So what we're going to be talking about um, this show is a little bit of some marriage killers. Man, I mean, it's anything from sex mm, what? to the sex way you should be handle. a marriage killer. You know the wedding can be a killer. What we hope you get at the end of this show is some real life uh, solutions and to then go home and apply it is just going to be tremendous. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to This Is Real with Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. My name is Stephanie Martinez-Rave, and we are subbing for our amazing host, uh, Pastor Juan, as he is on sabbatical. But we're here to still give you guys some great um, messages, some great um, advice. And I've got my awesome friends with me, so if you guys will introduce yourselves. I'm Todd Holtz. Uh, yeah. And I am Megan McCoy. Yeah. All right, y'all give it up for Pastor Todd and Pastor <laughs> Megan. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to everyone who's listening to us on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, that's our my favorite sound. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, shout out to everyone listening um, via the radio, via the podcast, or on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and um, sharing it, and and just making sure that you guys are sticking around and being involved and supporting the cause. Um, We want to shout out um, everyone who has been writing us as well. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple. Well, just one letter here with me, but shout out to Alex Crank. Thank you guys so much for um, writing us, encouraging us. It makes us um, be really encouraged, really, because we know that it's impacting and touching the lives of uh, people who are incarcerated. Yeah. You guys yeah. are spreading the word in that way. Most and we so. hope that it's being uh, beneficial to you. That's the mm-hmm. that's the whole goal of here, yeah. of this um, show, is to be able to give you real life problems with real life solutions um, and with real people. So what better way than this three, dy- I would say, di- I would say dynamic yeah, duo, but that's two. I, what's the one for three? Well, I guess uh, y'all the dynamic duo. Three. Tremendous trio. <laughs> okay, tremendous for, trio. yeah, the tremendous trio. Hashtag yeah. tremendous trio. Yeah. Um, and so this week, man, we've got um, lots of stuff going on as far as topic mm. wise. Um, but I, I just love being able to kind of go back and forth with you guys because yeah. uh, I think we all have different perspectives and we also get lots of great wisdom. And so what we're going to be talking about um, this show is a little bit of some marriage killers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all, got, y'all hit that mm, at the same time. And so what, what does that mean uh, to you when you hear that, Pastor Reagan? Um, man, the first thing that comes to my mind is anything that's going to come in to try to tear apart um, and bring disunity within the covenant mm-hmm. that God has given between a man and a wife. Yeah. Because, you know, as Pastor Juan talked about a few weeks ago, and what we've been talking about with Family First is, you know, our culture wants us to think one way mm-hmm. and all the influences that we have, mm-hmm. but knowing who we are in Christ and as a couple um, and to be able to see those things. Man, I mean, it's anything from sex to opinions, mm, what? to the way Sex you should be a marriage killer. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, Come absolutely. on. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You need a burn, 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 burn. That could be a whole show, yeah. depending yeah. on the background yeah. you have mm-hmm. and the perspective. Just or the trauma you went through. Yeah. Yes. yeah all, just all types of things, you mm-hmm. know. And I have a, one of the most powerful things is people think that just because you've had the wedding, the wedding bells ring mm, and you've spent thousands of good. dollars on mm. this glorious ceremony yeah, yeah. and this reception and all the people come, you know, that once that door closes and all the hype leaves, <laughs> I mean, that everything's just magically going to fall into place. Yeah. And it's work. Mm. All right. What comes so. to mind for you, Pastor Todd, when well, you hear marriage Well, one killers. more came up just then when she <laughs> said the, the whole the whole wedding. You know, the wedding can be a killer. 
Because people Dang, push, before you yeah, even say the you, I do's, that's good, man. You preach on say that. that. When you, when you, because we put so much effort mm. and to an hour worth of walking down an aisle and letting everybody yeah. see you kiss and mm-hmm. all that stuff, but then we don't come back and we don't invest in the actual marriage itself, right? That's so good. And so the 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 wedding turns out beautifully yeah. because you invested in it. Right. You put money into it. You put time in it. You put effort into it. Yeah. But then we don't put it into our our marriage. But the other one that I would would say is God's perspective. Oh yeah. Um, uh, marriage kill. The marriage killer is that we we tend to come up with values and values and systems that are not based in God's perspective. Yeah. And though there's a way that seems right unto a man, mm-hmm. but the end of is destruction, yeah. right? So we we put these these parameters in place or these boundaries in our life and these values in our life that don't line up with scripture and then wonder why it works for for a season. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ultimately it ended up failing. Yeah. Man, you know, when we're talking about that, I, I just love the word invest. Mm-hmm. I had to fit I had to find the actual like definition mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. We sometimes, and I, I don't know if we're going to kick it off there, but um, when we think about wedding versus marriage, mm-hmm. right, everyone focuses mm-hmm. on that. Just to think of the word invest, because that's what we hope you get at the end of this show is yeah. some real life uh, solutions yeah. and probably advice. You know, if there is something that you have uh, that you're struggling with in your marriage or this is even for people who mm-hmm. aren't married, um, you investing your time in an hour to listen to this and to then go home and ap- apply it yeah. is just going to be tremendous. So invest. One of the definitions is, and I think this is awesome, to furnish with power, mm. authority, mm. and rank. Wow. And so when we think of investing, man, okay, That's so good. you invested yeah. hundred thousand, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars, you know, in your in your wedding. Um, but are you willing to invest two hundred? Mm-hmm. to invest to into your marriage mm-hmm. right yeah that's keyword i'm gonna just do a plug there for yeah. love wins Come if on, you haven't gonna say. if you haven't <laughs> invested in your marriage in that way mm-hmm. i yeah. highly encourage i don't care if you got to be like look this your birthday christmas gift anniversary all in Come one on. 200 if that's where you're at that's where you're at that's cool yeah. you know what i mean um because the things that you'll get from this is just going to be life-changing if you yeah. apply them right don't just sit yeah. there and listen um but yes marriage killers right and, and it comes in all sorts of different ways um we we obviously are coming from the perspective of christ of mm-hmm. the bible mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so if you are listening or if you're watching and um you're not you know standing on that truth then th- some of these things may rub you the wrong mm-hmm. way yeah. but mm-hmm. ultimately yeah. we're speaking to believers mm-hmm. and those who are uh becoming believers yeah so that you can live out a christ uh, mm-hmm. foundational marriage yes. right mm-hmm. yes and so um when we think we spoke about a couple of things that we think of marriage collision i'll just answer some for myself i think a lot of um what i have seen is lack of communication mm-hmm. or improper communication you know yeah. mm-hmm. um a lot of times um husbands or wives will n- avoid sharing because they're afraid of oh well you know they're they're gonna be sick of hearing me saying this mm-hmm. or why well, i'm afraid that they're gonna judge me if i mention that something that you're struggling with maybe personally or whatever the case is um or just not knowing how to communicate because one yeah. of the things mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about is conflict you know conflict resolution mm-hmm. um and knowing that hey conflict's not a bad thing but healthy conflict is the goal mm-hmm. right yes. knowing mm-hmm. how to communicate yeah. um even in sex knowing mm-hmm. how to communicate and say hey i have this need or i have this desire knowing how to communicate um 
I know Pastor Todd earlier this week at Live at Nine was talking about um, communicating for women. One of our main, you know, needs is security. And so mm-hmm. it's like, hey, if you're not voicing that, mm-hmm. if you're not communicating that to your husband or husband, you're not communicating that to your wife that, hey, yeah. I, I have this um, struggle right now or I, I can't fulfill your need for security right now because of this or that or the other. Um, mm-hmm. That so- starts kind of like... Um, building that wedge in between mm-hmm. you know these yeah. things that we call marriage killers um so let's let's kick it off what what are some of the things that um couples face and let's just tackle some of those topics um to really kind of dissect some of them mm-hmm. and then hopefully give you some biblical advice on it so that we can apply it mm-hmm. you want to go first i can yeah we, <laughs> no, we'll, no, we'll no, start no, yeah 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 we're, we're over. So I'm just going to be real if I can, because I have a list of things, but um, one of the things helping people that I have, and then in my own personal life, and I'm just going to talk about it, is Mm. self-gratification. And you can talk about self-gratification from a selfish place when it comes to money, Yeah. um, when it comes to decisions that you make, Yeah. but then when it also comes um, to the bedroom Mm -hmm. and being intimate. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of the times in the world, depending on what you're doing, what you're viewing, mm-hmm. what you're doing with yourself in yes. your alone time mm-hmm. for self-gratification, if yeah. you track what I'm saying, yeah. mm-hmm. when you come together in a marriage bed, if you are self-gratifying yourself in those areas, when it comes time for you to be intimate with your spouse, yeah. there that is going to put up a barrier mm-hmm. that's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had that discussion with women specifically mm. who say, hey, but why is it not okay for me to self-gratify mm-hmm. because I'm not married? Yeah. Would you rather me go have premarital sex? Mm-hmm. And it's they're the real thing. topics. Yeah. yeah. It's but, the same but, thing. but they're yeah. real topics yep. 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 to tell them all of the different areas and to be open about it that when you're doing these things and you think it's okay now and you're dishonoring your body, your temple, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the -hmm. things that are in your head, whatever you're filling your head with, it's not just going to go away on your wedding night. Yep. In fact, things are gonna come up that you're going to realize is gonna be very difficult for Mm -hmm. you because of what you've been doing prior. Yeah, the the reality is, and I think I shared this at one of our Love Wins conferences that we, we talked about. Whenever you, I think, can we just call it, say yeah, the word, the word masturbation, masturbation, masturbation? Yeah. Okay, that's not that's not you not having premarital sex. <laughs> you are having premarital sex. You're just having it with a machine, or you're mm-hmm, having it with yourself. Mm-hmm, you're having on. it with an mm-hmm, hand. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the reality is, what happens is for I'm, and I'm whenever someone has or masturbates before, what they do is they condition their bodies to to want that level of performance yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and the reality is i don't care how great a man is he can't compete with a yeah. a nine volt battery yeah 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 you know what i'm saying it's just it's not going to mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. Yeah. and and the truth of the matter is that when you are for a male you become desensitized mm-hmm. to the f- touch of a woman mm-hmm. so when you are when you are doing that you are setting yourself up to have false expectations mm-hmm. on the yeah. person that you are in a relationship with, mm-hmm. and ultimately it, it ends up with destruction. destruction. Yeah. So getting back to it, yeah. God's perspective, mm. I think that we have to, again, build everything we do in our relationships, in our marriages, off the perspective that 
the way God sees it, yeah, not yeah. the way we reason it in our head right. that has been manipulated or we've been, yeah. been messed up by by our sin nature, mm-hmm, but yeah. view it like God sees it and then let him bring that gratification. Yeah. Yep. First Corinthians six eighteen says, run from sexual sin, run, run, <laughs> run. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does mm. for sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself Mm -hmm. for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And I think it always turns back to this, whether it's masturbation, whether it's pornography, whether even if it's just thoughts in your Mm -hmm. head, maybe you don't maybe you don't physically act out any of these things, but you're walking around and you're undressing Mm -hmm. them in Mm -hmm. your in your mind. Mm -hmm. You are reading things or whatever the case. Yeah. is you, your mind is a part of your body yeah. you know and so it always goes back to this um to that scripture right that yeah. your body is not your own it's the temple of god and the holy spirit and so even for marriage or singles like that's something that we have to remind ourselves constantly um because then you hear the the flip side right when you're married we're like oh well you know <laughs> some people take it to the extreme it's like well that's my body and that his that's his body my body now and so i can do yeah. whatever that i like no yeah. at the end of the day it, it still belongs to god yeah. and it's not our own that's right yes there's things that you have to submit mm-hmm. to in a marriage and what you do in a marriage bed is between yeah. you and your spouse under you know the yeah. lord um but i think it all kind of also just boils down to what even if we're talking about masturbation or self-gratification um just our like you said our sin nature and our selfish nature Mm -hmm. right right? because at the end of the day if you're only thinking about your own um, satisfaction yeah it's it's real difficult for you to fill your mind of in of your spouse if all Mm -hmm. you're thinking is about me 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 yeah you know it's like where do you leave room for your spouse in there yeah go ahead and (laughs) I was gonna tell you I'm like on a lighter note to flip it right on my second one and then Pastor Todd um, sharing space together yeah so when you haven't lived together and mm. now you come together mm-hmm. and you're used to being alone Richard. because Richard, that's me right now we on month three <laughs> we on month three and i'm like and i've been married 18 years and we're still dealing with this it. house getting okay? so tiny <laughs> i want the air at 65 degrees he likes it at 78. Mm. Oh, i want the sheets all bunched up in between my legs all around <laughs> he sleeps in this night nice straight spot doesn't move i want the fan on and the white noise he wants complete silence yeah yeah he goes mm. to sleep with the tv on okay. i want to go get, to sleep we reading get it. with no noise <laughs> but they can yeah. going back it's communication so do we need to take you through change group <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about the solutions here in a little bit. But that is not masturbation. Yeah. This is not porn. It's but so, if it's, you don't mm-hmm. communicate properly, mm-hmm. it can cause very big problems in your marriage on something as small as sheet, no sheet, fan, no fan. And, and we laugh about it, but it's true. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And, and that comes back. I think all of this brings it full cir- circle to back to selfishness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we get into a relationship thinking that we're there to fulfill ourselves right yeah and what we actually there is to serve the person we're with right yeah and when when that person becomes our priority Mm -hmm. and and i become the priority of of my wife then we are literally in this 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 union where we're trying to serve each other and your need means more to me than my need right and so then it works Mm -hmm. but as long as you're looking out for yourself and you're you're selfish and all this type of stuff it will always fall apart yeah Yeah. 
Um, let's go. Let's go to another one that um, I feel like is a high. I guess um, I, I wouldn't call it. I don't feel like it trumps, but it's more common, I would say, but less least spoke about. Um, and it's one that we were talking about any kind of abuse. So mm -hmm. whether it's substance abuse, alcohol mm -hmm. abuse, physical abuse, mm -hmm. verbal abuse, mental abuse, all of yeah. those things. Um, you hear the word abuse and you think, oh, well, I'm not getting beat or, mm -hmm. you know, all, well, it, they're just passionate. So we are we're, we're passionate. So we yeah, argue loud. No. <laughs> um, yes, those I feel like are yeah. top, top, I don't know, top five, top three, whatever of marriage killers, because sometimes and I don't know, um, I think we all have a different history here, but I, I feel like we've all kind of experienced mm -hmm. abuse in some type of some way. Right. And yeah. so and, and it's and been abusers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. been and been on the other hand as yeah. well. And so it's something that's very real. Mm -hmm. It's something that should not be just swept under a rug. Yeah. But um, there's definitely a way to manage and hopefully resolve and kind of eliminate that from a marriage. But maybe there's people listening, right, who are like, well, I would love for my marriage to be Christ-centered, but my husband's an alcoholic. Well, I would love for my marriage to get better, but my wife is abusive. Mm -hmm. And that's a reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a reality. And I think, again, we we you said I would love for my my marriage to be Christ centered, but this, mm -hmm. and we always make the Christ being Problem. Christ centered centered make that the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We make that something that we're trying to get to, but we got to deal with this first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what actually needs to happen is you need to make your marriage Christ centered, and it will change. Mm -hmm. It will change the abuse. Mm -hmm. That Christ is the answer. In every situation, yeah. I know that sounds a little more holier than thou, but the truth of the matter is, unless you build your house on yeah. on the perspective mm -hmm. that God yeah. speaks, mm -hmm. then it's going to be abusive. It's yeah. going to be dysfunctional. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Miss Genesis. I know you got something on that. <laughs> Substance, alcohol, sexual abuse, all of those things. What you know, I, what they creep gonna, into marriages. What I was going to add to that is, yes, Christ is the firm foundation. And you have to have those things, but also to recognize mm -hmm. that just because you come to Christ in this midst of the abuse and what you have gone through, to not think that just because you say yes and now you're walking this walk that you're not going to have triggers, that mm -hmm. things yeah. aren't going to come to mind, yeah. that things still aren't mm -hmm. going to affect you, that it is a process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it can miraculously happen. But then there's also deliverance and just processes that need to be broken. Our mindsets, um, our thought patterns, mm -hmm. all those different things. And that comes back to, again, how do you break it? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? We'll get to that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Y'all stick coming. around, guys. We got a break coming up. Uh, so you guys stick around. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with some uh, high marriage killers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Welcome back, everybody. I am here. My name is Stephanie Martinez. Oh, I almost said it wrong. Um, <laughs> and I've got uh, Pastor Todd and Pastor Megan here. And we're talking about the, in our, you know, brief perspective some top five i would say marriage killers yeah. you know and so uh, pastor todd hit us with a few more we're gonna talk about it and then we're gonna give y'all some solutions here yeah. in the second half well I, I would wanted to uh piggyback off what yeah. pastor megan said 
and how that process, I think we always have to look at that process of dealing with pain mm -hmm. and dealing with the things through the word of God. Yeah. Because yeah. what happens is we, we think that the, the word of God is, is okay, the word of God is this ideal mm -hmm. and I have to deal with my real first and then get to the word of God. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's not, that's mm -hmm. not reality. Yeah. The reality is God wants us to, because we have these issues, because we have this brokenness, because mm -hmm. we have created these um, these um, behaviors in our life, yeah. that now when we become saved, yes, we walk out our, our salvation <laughs> with fear and trembling. We walk it out by faith and we put these processes in, into place through the word of God and that's what brings about the change. Come on. Um, the, one of the things I would point out is money. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. uh, money messes yeah. up a marriage so mm -hmm. so quickly and that's why one of the, I think we started I talked about uh, we mess up our marriage at the wedding yeah because <laughs> because death. I and, yeah. and I'm one of them proponents you you have as nice a wedding as you want but make sure you can afford it yeah don't go out and spend twenty thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars forty thousand dollars on a wedding and you you don't have money for a home mm -hmm. you don't have you know what I'm saying yeah. because because that's gonna last you one hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have to live for the rest of your life with this person. And so yeah. what yeah. is more what's more profitable? Bob says all things are permissible. Yeah. yeah. But everything ain't profitable. Yeah. And if you if you value that one hour over the next twenty years of your mm -hmm. life yeah. and you go into debt, mm -hmm. then every situation, everything that comes up next you're trying to pay off bills so mm -hmm. you don't have bill, you don't have the time you don't have the money to go to love wins mm -hmm. and work mm -hmm. on your marriage you don't have the yeah. money to pay a car note you don't have money to do this but you spent twenty thousand dollars or forty thousand yeah. dollars on a wedding with 17 bridesmaids yeah. and yeah. you know yeah. all this type of stuff so <laughs> yeah. uh i think it is um the bible says that um in ecclesiastes that money answereth all things yeah and and that's a that's a powerful scripture mm. A powerful scripture because because you have to understand that at the end of the day sometimes it's not faith ain't what you need you need a good check yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying if you could pay off your bills and you have your money issues in place you're paying your tithes yeah. and you're able mm -hmm. to you're able to have money it will save a lot a lot of arguments mm, yeah it's easy it's easier to have intimacy when you got steak on the table yeah. right <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying Right. And, and again, we're not like um, hitting on yeah. big weddings. No. If, if you no. have the finances, you know, a yeah, lot of do times what you, do. you got it, you got it and you want to celebrate. And those are beautiful things. Yeah. We yeah. love memories. We love to have a good time. But don't you go know, in Pastor, debt for it. Yeah. Pastor Juan, you hear him talk about all the time where we, we had gone, you know, a group of us had gone to a wedding and, um, you know, our table was one of the only sober tables <laughs> um, and nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But we were the ones having the most fun. Yeah. They all looked at us like they thought we were drunk. <laughs> Because we were having a blast, yeah. you know, and we didn't yeah. need any kind of substance. But it's funny that you mentioned that because I was reading, I think, earlier um, this week, First Timothy 6 says, Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which mm -hmm. is so unreliable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all Amen. we need for our enjoyment. Yeah. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. And yeah. um, you hear so much, right? Some people will say, well, you know, they married for money or I didn't care that they had no uh, money. Um, we, we got married anyways. Yeah. And then they end up having money or whatever the case is. But yeah. finances is, you know, very important. And, and the thing is, 
I think it goes back to us realizing the owner, right? Just mm-hmm. like we were talking about our bodies aren't ours. Our money isn't ours mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though in a marriage, obviously you come together and so now his money and her money are right. become our yeah. money. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, um, it, it's still his. Mm-hmm. And all we're doing is, is managing Steward. it, Stewarding right? It. Stewarding yeah. it. Yeah. And so being able to do that... Um, the proper way, mm-hmm. you know, whether that is a big wedding and praise God that you got to celebrate mm-hmm. with tons of people or whether yeah. it was a small wedding. Mm-hmm. Mine was a ceremony. And I mean, I still want to have a big mm-hmm. wedding eventually, but yeah. that wasn't going to hold me back from marrying right. my spouse, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of times we get caught up in, and I get it. I'm a millennial. Like <laughs> we have social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be 30 next month. Mm-hmm. And I would say even like at 22, 23, you felt like you was, a old widow already because you're <laughs> old maid whatever the the term is because you thought all yeah. your friends were getting married and all of this the bridesmaids thing and so you sometimes you get caught up in the well my wedding has to be like this yeah mm-hmm. and for men sometimes too i know that for a fact that mm-hmm. i had a lot of um friends who were who were guys who were like well they were in long relationships with their girlfriend but they didn't want to get married because they felt like they couldn't give her the wedding Mm -hmm. that she wanted it wasn't about the marriage Mm -hmm. they afforded the house they were already living together they afforded the car they but they didn't feel like they could have the wedding that's my second one yeah living up to the joneses Mm -hmm. every time anytime you comparing yourself to to everybody else and you're you're basing your life your happiness and comparison, and comparison. joy. One of the things you have to understand when you look at Facebook and when you look at all these different mm-hmm. social medias, yeah. people don't people don't uh, post their bad moments. Yeah, no. they only post their highlights, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're sitting here judging their mm-hmm. life based mm-hmm. off highlight their yeah. highlight film, yeah. and then you're judging your life, saying my life is is jacked up. <laughs> Woe is they, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, when you let other people in your house, that's good. Mm-hmm. When you let other people in your house and you judge your happiness based off what other people are doing, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's it's well, a doom. And not only that, but if we're honest, and again, we're not bashing. This isn't about weddings. We're making mm-hmm. the point, right, mm-hmm. about where your heart is and how you're spending your money. But at the end of the day, if you really ask yourself, are you doing all that for yourself? Or are you doing it to impress the people? Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone around you, you. know. And then on top of that, that brings me to my next point of a marriage killer is in-laws. It's the control of in-laws that they want to have on all of the things, how you raise your kids, Mm. how you handle your finances. You know, if they were a son who was really close to their parents or a wife who was, and that will create a lot of problems. I know in our own marriage, it Mm -hmm. was a really big problem in the beginning. Um, You know, I was not liked because of my race. Mm-hmm. And it was very much so verbalized. Mm-hmm. And on my side of the family, it was the same thing. Mm. And so then um, my husband was very close with his parents. Yeah. And so it was very opinionated. And then there was a lot, it can cause a lot of issues when understanding like this is my spouse. And the Bible even says that you're supposed to leave your father and mother and yep. cleave into your wife. But understanding the context of what that is, you don't dishonor your parents. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between when we're making decisions, um, it's with us. We mm-hmm. don't need to call mom and dad necessarily yeah. now to have their final say for us to make mm-hmm. a decision. Yeah. You know, so controlling in-laws, um, one, it's our fault. It's yeah. your fault if you're allowing it. But it can be hard, especially if it's something maybe you've relied on them mm-hmm. or you've just been really close with them. Um, and now that you have a life that's separate from them and they can have a problem with it. And then that's speaking to the in-laws too. Like you gotta, 
you got to realize that they're moving on yeah. and they're not in your house or under your wing like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's difficult for parents in general mm-hmm. um, because I, in my experience, have personally seen um, parents, because mm-hmm. I don't have any kids, but I feel like <laughs> parents, a lot of time parents struggle with their adult children. Yeah. Right. And so yep. you guys have kids. So y'all probably and none of your kids are full adults just yet. Um, yeah. But we're all children of parents who right. have had that clash of like, well, mom, dad, like this is my wife now. And mm-hmm. this is what we're doing with our family. Right. I know Patrick Todd, his family's in a whole other state, a state. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think parents, um, I think sometimes when we think of family, one of the things that I would love for us to focus on, too, is the parenting of adult children because mm-hmm. yes he's supposed the husband leaves you know his parents and he yeah. is now one with his wife right. um but you continue to parent your children but there's those boundaries right, right. there's those boundaries and that you're supposed to honor and protect because now that is their family yeah that that is now your own family that you create your own values you create your yeah. own house rules you and and none of it and not saying that some of it is bad but it, it just may be different mm-hmm. than what yeah. you were raised to and even in when you speak of in-laws it i think it's important to note like where your spouse or your mm-hmm. significant other comes from right right mm-hmm. because when you when there's conflict i believe with yeah. in-laws um, I think it's a good indicator of some of the root issues that your spouse um, mm-hmm. oh, has yeah. or Absolutely. was brought up in, you know? So yeah. if you have controlling parents, then you may have, you know, you had controlling parents, then you may be the one where it's like, well, now I don't care what we do because yeah. I'm never going to be controlled you again, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. In, in honoring your parents, that doesn't, the truth of the matter is you have to, when the Bible says you leave mm-hmm. your mother and your father mm-hmm. and you cleave to your wife, yeah. that means you make... For, for a man, that means you make your wife the most important woman yeah. in your life. Yeah. It's, and my mom is, is my heart. I yeah. love her with all my heart, soul, and mind. Yep. But Tanya is the first priority mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And when you have order, mm-hmm. when you have order in your house, a couple has to be able to set these parameters and say, hey, we are each other's priority. Right. Yeah. And God is our priority. Mm-hmm. Family is a, is a distant. And yeah. I and I say that with no is a yeah. distant yeah. distant third because what happens is if you let that parent into your life to make decisions mm-hmm. then you not only hinder your your relationship yeah. with with your spouse but you hinder your relationship with God. Right? Yeah. Because now your parents become just like I said Sunday the person that you put in your ear so much yeah. becomes the the god that you listen to yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so you you have to you have to set boundaries and you have to that's have good. to keep them away that's yep. good so now that we talked about them let's hit some let, let's go with some real life application mm-hmm. right so we're going to go back to the person or the couple or the individual who struggles with self gratification or whether it's uh, masturbation pornography what are some things that we can do as an individual? And we got women and men here. So um, as an individual to overcome this, um, not only um, not only as an individual, but in a marriage. Right. Go ahead, Patrick Megan. Well, I mean, obviously, I would say it starts with what does God's word say about it? Mm-hmm. You know, and honoring our bodies and our body being a temple, but not just having it be something that you hear. Yeah, that it's repetitive but that you really ask the Lord to get that within the depth of your being. Yeah. To really believe it. Yeah. To really understand it, to honor yourself and to be able to know how to die to the flesh. Yeah. And to walk by the spirit, 
to be able to save yourself and to say no mm-hmm. because you're waiting for your spouse, yeah. right? And then knowing and sitting with somebody and having an honest conversation and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Yeah. And just laying it on the table and having a safe person to be able to go mm-hmm. to to talk about it. And it can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, but um, they're conversations that should be had and not feel like you're shame and in isolation mm-hmm. because then you're not going to get free from it um, necessarily unless you have someone to help guide you through it, especially if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. You know, That's and you good. need guidance. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I got a whole list of these because I, I, that was one of the struggles in my life, to be okay. honest with you. So you're going to talk to the men real quick. Yeah, all I'm going right. to talk to the men. Hold, First of all. Y'all, y'all, y'all stick around. Y'all hold okay. that thought. We're going to speak to the men. We we speak it to everyone. But Pastor Todd yeah. said he had, he had a list. So yeah, <laughs> we're going to go stuff. to a quick yeah. break and we'll come back uh, to this list, man. Come on. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. Man, we are um, we're, we're hitting it. I feel like what is it the what is it the nail on the head we hit the nail on the head right right something like <laughs> that yeah, any something of those like that. but uh, we're going back um, to the solutions of these marriage yes, killers right solutions. so Pastor Todd's got some great info for us right now we're talking about self gratification whether that's in masturbation pornography whatever any kind of whatever it is that selfishness yeah. really is the root of yeah. it um, and so we're we want to give you some practical advice for these things and get you out of it right because yeah. you, you're not alone. We're, we're talking about these things because either we have gone through it ourselves or we know of people who have. And so we want to encourage you and give you the, the steps yeah. to be free from it. So go ahead, Pastor. Well, first of all, Paul said, uh, I beat my body to bring it under submission to that of the Holy Spirit. And the reality is that you have to take some active steps that are going to be dis uncomfortable yeah. for you yeah. in order for you to make changes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it has to you have to do it long enough uh through the pain through the through the struggle of it in order for it to create a new narrative in yeah. your mind mm, yeah. and so uh first of all you have to be committed mm-hmm. secondly you need to fill yourself with the word of god because yeah. repentance is not about changing behavior is yeah. about changing your mind That's good. Mm-hmm. until you get to the place where you understand that what you are doing is sinful mm-hmm. and what you're doing hurts you then you will never really yeah. change because at the moment your mind does not change at the moment that you become uncomfortable with mm-hmm. with what you're trying you're trying to do yeah. you will go back to that same behavior mm-hmm. yeah. uh, next you got to get some people that are you are accountable to yeah uh, your wife uh, for men, your, for women, for your sp- uh, your your husband, uh, for men, other men in your life to hold you accountable. Yeah, there's a thing out there for men called, uh, well, for everybody called covenant eyes mm-hmm. that you can literally download on yeah. your phone. There are apps that you can download on yeah. your phone uh, that that whenever you want to go yeah. somewhere, you can download it on your computer. Whenever you want to look at a certain thing. Um, then it bings or or texts notifies, notifies yeah, someone yeah. else to let them know hey that he's going to this place yeah. uh, i had that with some some brothers mm-hmm. and some brothers that were going to hold me accountable mm-hmm. for it and in the moment i i never had them had to had to call me yeah but there were moments when i was about to look at something yeah. that 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 i realized if i look at this mm-hmm. Yeah. Pastor so and so is going to yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. And so it gave me that extra incentive to right. fast from that behavior. Yeah. yeah. Uh with my wife. My wife has every code mm-hmm. 
to everything. She knows every banking account I, I have. She knows every number I, I meant, uh, bank number I have. She knows uh, every um, password, password on my phone, every password yeah. to social media. And so there's no area, the Bible says, give the devil no place. Yeah. And so yeah. I allow my wife total access to every part of my life mm. so that at any given moment, she's able to go yeah. and check up on me yeah. Yeah. and know. And so that gives me incentive yeah. it's good. To, to, to stay, stay uh, sober, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, I'll, I'll get this, surround yourself with believers who are doing what you want to yep. to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you can't you can't create a narrative in your head or in your heart to be sober unless you see it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you see somebody, when you see yeah. when I look at Pastor Juan and Pastor Ruthie 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 I said Ruthie. Pastor <laughs> 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 Ruthie yeah. uh, living a, a godly life. Mm-hmm. Loving each other, mm-hmm. taking each other out on dates, yeah. uh, uh, walking in intimacy with one another, mm-hmm. then it inspires me, and I want to go home and I want to imitate mm-hmm. that yeah. that level of yeah. of walk with my wife, and so whatever we do that we do it in the, in every area of life we find mentors mm-hmm. except for the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if we want to become a baseball player, what do we do? We go find someone who yeah. knows mm-hmm. how to play bas- mm-hmm. baseball. We get coached up. Yeah. If we want, if we want to learn how to entrepreneurship, anything, you're like, let me go find a mentor. Yeah. We find yeah. mentors. You need to find you some mentors, some people in your life that are doing what you, yeah. what you want to do, and not walking in the behavior that you you uh, you are walking in. And now watch their life, yeah. and then model your life after what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to uh, point out one of the things that you were talking about. Uh, of your accountability with your wife, right? Mm, and I know good. that that's difficult for a yeah. lot of men, mm-hmm. for women too, but I feel like women are probably more open to sharing their feelings than yeah. um, men normally are. And so I would encourage any men who feel like, well, no, that's a me thing, you know, I- I'll just deal with it with, you know, so and so knows, but to yeah. um, pray, you know, pray and ask God to guide that conversation mm-hmm. so that you can be open with your spouse right. and say, hey, I'm struggling with this or, hey, yeah. this is a, a, an issue that I have so that that can be because I want to segue into our communication, mm-hmm. right, and healthy conflict. Yeah. Um, that can be the start of a good, you know, resolution and good communication yeah. um, to overcome those things because you you don't want to do it by yourself. I, I 100% agree with everything Pastor Todd was saying, yeah. um, but you do want to include your spouse mm-hmm. in whatever that is. And so praying for that conversation, praying even, um, I've, I think one of the, I think it's Dr. Henry or, or, or Dr. Nidra talked about having a conversation about a conversation. Mm-hmm. If it's really difficult for you to yeah. kind of get into conflict or even any kind of confrontation, talk about the conversation before you're going to have it and say, hey, yep. I need to have a conversation with you, but I'm really scared about it or I'm right. really nervous or mm. I, I, I'm really apprehensive about this. And so I'm just letting you know my feelings yeah. about this conversation before we have it so that you know. And so right. I want to touch on the the other one that we were talking about, which is communication and conflict resolution mm-hmm. because so much of um, marriage requires communication in yeah. every area, right? And so having healthy conflict and healthy confrontation yeah. is really key in in order to have a healthy marriage yeah no it definitely isn't i'm gonna hit on that and to go back to what you were talking about mm-hmm. there's also control yeah 
And so being careful to identify knowing the difference between, yeah. hey, we're sharing this information with each other. Not in a care, yeah, But way. not using it in a controlling, yeah. oh, okay, girl, yeah. now you're going to give me the codes to all mm -hmm. your stuff because I need to be able to see what you're doing or vice versa. Yeah. Because the reality is people are going to do what they want regardless of what restrictions you have yeah. in place. Yeah. But it's being honest with yourself and having character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then with... The communication, <coughs> I know for Excuse me, me. Yeah. one of the most amazing tools that I learned a few years ago mm -hmm. was when we're talking or discussing or bringing something to the table um, that needs to be talked about. One, if you're feeling that something's bugging you mm -hmm. and it's festering and you're thinking that it may be little or small, you still need to bring that to the table yeah. in the right way at the right time, right, with the right type of attitude to discuss mm -hmm. it and to talk about it um, and to not allow it to keep chewing on that. But then also um, you guys have probably heard people say this, right? Yeah. Like when you're having a conversation, what I think I heard you say yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. was this. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. We practice that here. Yeah. yeah. Do. yeah. And I have started doing it almost in my everyday mm -hmm. communication with people because mm -hmm. sometimes I may hear you say something that I'm interpreting some yep. kind of way and we all do where we're mm -hmm. listening to someone mm -hmm. talk and we're already in our minds yeah. have an answer that we're wanting to rebuttal with and so now we're not even listening to what the other person yeah. has we're to say. We're just listening to respond. Yeah. Because we're ready yeah. to respond and then I know with me I'll kind of shut down and be like well okay you're not even listening. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so yeah. Well that, that leads to part of our social covenant right? <laughs> Yeah. Social covenant here at our church. One of the things we assume positive intent. Yep. Yeah. And whenever you, whenever you're dealing with a conflict, mm -hmm. you have to assume, if you, especially if we're going by God's perspective mm -hmm. and we're living out His Word, that your spouse has doesn't want to fuss. Yeah. yeah. They they actually want things to get better, mm -hmm. and so we assume positive intent. And and when I when I was talking about the whole the whole sharing of of my it's not from a, a point of control, yeah. Yeah. more so from a point of there's no place in my life. I am one with my wife, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not gonna hide your, you mm -hmm. wouldn't hide your, yeah. your, mm -hmm. your coach from yourself, right? Yeah. So if I'm one with my wife, <laughs> then why yeah. would I hide anything from her? Yeah. If, yeah. if you're hiding something, that means you, you, you got something, yeah. you, got, you got some secret thing that is, that is gonna bring a wedge between mm -hmm. you and your and your spouse. So yeah. so in that, just just making sure that we are you had a what was what was the question again that you just said? You made us you had a question. You uh, know, we don't I know. don't remember you were asked. <laughs> she was asking about healthy conflict yeah. and communication. Oh healthy communication. Assuming positive intent and choosing to go past those those difficult moments mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you have one or two choices you can either go past that difficult moment and work through it yeah, yeah. or allow it to be a cancer yeah that it's, ends up yeah. getting worse you're going to have to cross that bridge yeah. one way and i'd rather cross it and make it through than cross it and be in divorce yep yep and so um one of the things that we're we're talking about with communication also is i i believe creating spaces for it mm -hmm. right if you don't ever plan to sit down because you uh, you know a lot of you mentioned uh you know bringing something to a table or, but then yeah. we get so caught up in day-to-day -day <laughs> life that you didn't even create a space mm -hmm. to sit and speak to your family or speak mm -hmm. to your spouse about an issue um, I know Pastor Juan always talks about it, is creating spaces yeah. for that. And so making sure that you practice that in your marriage um, so that you can create space for 
planning dates and yeah. planning yeah. fun things. Yeah. If if nobody sat down to say, hey, when are you free? When what what's a good time for you? What's mm-hmm. what do you want to do? Then how do you expect dates to happen? Yeah. I mean, we we all love spontaneous things, but sometimes I mean, let's just be real, they don't work. Like yeah. whole <laughs> sometimes life that can't thing, be that way. your whole yeah, exactly, your whole yeah. life cannot be that way. So creating spaces for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that we we're talking about marriage killers, so we can give you guys some quick advice: abuse, money, and uh, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you are someone who's in a marriage um, or in a relationship with someone who has any kind of substance abuse, control abuse, Mm -hmm. physical abuse, all of those things, um, the practical ways that we can encourage you to be free from that, right? Because again, marriage is a covenant. And so sometimes it, you may have started the marriage in that, or maybe it it developed with time and it wasn't something that was there at the beginning. Mm -hmm. What would your advice be for, um, kind of, getting that first step um it depends on what the abuse is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if there's an abuse a physical abuse or something that puts you in harm yeah um i'm not telling you to divorce but i am telling you to to get away from that yep, that seek harm help. yep get out um find some way let someone know don't think that you can go home yeah. and it's gonna just automatically change you can we can pray all you want to pray, yeah, yeah. Uh, but find get you some help. Yep. Um, but if there's an issue where where somebody's just not acting right, or you know, you know what I'm saying, just yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, where you're not in harm, I would say one of the scriptures that that stands out. The Bible says that a wife wins her husband over yeah. with her chaste conversation yeah. and her yeah. and the way she acts, the godliness mm-hmm. and the way she acts. And I think that we can really apply that to both of us, both male and female, mm-hmm. that we live in a way before them that yeah. honors God. Amen. And yep. then living before them will automatically cause them to see God God will fight your battles for yeah. you and he'll yeah. show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And either they change or he'll take them out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, go ahead, Pastor Mega. One of the things that I want us to kind of uh, leave on to is that comparison, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's comparison to, well, my parents, because you mentioned in-laws, right? My parents did it this way. Well, my mom, well, my dad didn't treat me like that. and Or it's my neighbor down the street or the so-and-so. They got a nicer house, car, blah, blah, blah. What would be your encouragement to someone who is in that situation to kind of, you know, have that mind shift and that spiritual shift in their marriage? Um, one, I would just say you need to embrace where you are in your process mm. because it's a process for all of us. And yep. we don't know what the other person has gone through, the things that they have endured, the mm. things that they have That's sacrificed, yep. the time, the money, um, the resources to get to where they're at. We're only seeing the surface level. Yeah. We don't always see from what's behind. So we're sitting here um, thinking and seeing things one way when we don't know what it took mm-hmm. to be able to get there. Oh, come on. Well, thank you guys. That well, This was good. such a powerful show. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Give it up for Pastor Megan and Pastor Ooh. Todd. Thank you guys for being here. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the air airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities, 
51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire. Amen. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hashtag this is real or on any other platforms. Pastor Juan Martinez. Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.